Hello and welcome back to The Family Table. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Noah. And we're glad you joined us. And we're joined by... Annie. Annie Banani. The Corgi. The Corgi. Newest edition. I know. She's <laughs> a good edition. Full puppy, but good edition, right? Yeah, she's very sassy. <laughs> very sassy. Yeah, so we're glad you're here. Um, hope you're having a great week. And... Um, I realized I didn't record the kids' Would You Rather, but they had one. Oh, let me think what it was. Let me think on it. Do a farm update. I remember what it was. It was Henry's. (laughs) I know. What a rough start. All Uh, right. Go ahead and do the farm update. The name of the game of the farm is still drywall. I'm still hanging it. Uh, It's taken longer um, than I thought. I think by the end of this weekend, I'll have it all up. And we'll start the mudding process, but the farm is what something I want to talk about tonight is not trying to rush to the end, but trying to enjoy things along the way. And, um, you know, I've had a lot of really good experiences lately with just like Henry or Elliot or Benjamin or even the twins just having up at the farm, um, spending time together, whether we're hanging drywall or I took the twins on a tractor ride the other night. And they really enjoyed it. And so the house itself is coming along slow, but uh, we are in the process of selling our current house. It's now been on the market for, what, a week? One week today. And we've had eight showings. Number nine tomorrow. Number nine tomorrow, which is fantastic. Um, Nerve-wracking and exhausting and a lot of emotions we were not prepared to deal with. Mm -mm. No, I'm being judged as a human on a level I have never experienced before. And most of it is like, because a lot of the feedback we get, I've been getting, the one and one feedback I've been getting is like, it's more work than we want to do. But then you say, well, what work? And there's not an answer. I think it just needs some paint and, you know, a little bit of door work, meaning like, I'm not great about getting like sliding doors on the tracks, right? And... (laughs) Folding floors, but like I'll give you a credit. You can buy your own darn doors. Well, you know? and we would have loved to move into a house this oh time. Um, Billy, any of our houses. Yeah, we loved the house when we moved into it, mm-hmm. but we moved into it knowing, okay, we're gonna have to open up one project there. at a time. But like, I feel like I got prima donnas walking through the house. So. Of, and so we've had. But if you know somebody who would like to absolutely move or find a house, they can set up a. Um, time with our realtor and yeah. but we're really hopeful we keep saying like maybe today's the day yeah um so we've been talking about what Noah mentioned is like just having to wait and waiting's hard waiting's hard patience yeah. is hard all that stuff okay you want to go ahead and get that i remember and it was from henry and i'm sorry i didn't get it recorded i just forgot his would you rather is would you rather go see a movie of your choice or go see a play of your choice. So, Noah, what would you rather do? Um, I probably won't be contrary here. I think we're a, we're a theater family, mm-hmm. and un- unless it's just like low grade, <laughs> like bad community theater, like I go to community theater because I love the people, or whatever, and like would I rather go to a movie than watch? a low-grade community theater that I don't have a personal investment in, probably. Mm-hmm. But um, I like going to good plays. Yeah. It's, uh, 
it's and we've seen a lot of good ones recently it's like watching somebody on a high wire like without a net without a net you know <laughs> like are they gonna hit these notes or are they gonna fall right. or are they literally gonna fall off the stage is there gonna be a prop like right. disaster right yeah. uh, and movies have stunk the last few years oh. like uh i i keep wanting to go to a movie with you just like on right, a date and, right. and for nothing else just to sit in a dark room in a comfortable chair that people are going to talk to me for a couple hours and you have snacks and get had to have snacks but we're not marvel people in the slightest we're not we superhero no, people we aren't. um you know i really liked uh the dark knight and the dark knight rises but that was like 15 years ago now and so like uh, I don't, there's not a movie out there. We went and saw it with the kids, Super Mario Brothers, which was cute. Oh, it was good. I had pretty low expectations of it because I think I've been disappointed so much movies recently. And it was so good. Like, I need to watch it again because um, we went with some some really good friends. And afterwards, we, like, had dinner together and we're talking about it. And the kids, all the kids, like, call all these little details yeah. that I had missed. And I was like, oh. I need to go back and rewatch this. So right, but even the experience of watching a movie has changed in the last three or four years. We could rent Super Mario Brothers, even though it's at the movie theaters. It costs like twenty-five or thirty dollars, but that's cheaper than us going to the movie theater in right, general. Right. Um, so like, and we're home and we can pause eat whatever it. we want. We can pause it. We can watch it again. We can. There's a lot of things about going to the movie experience has changed, right. but I do, I think play is mine. What's yours? I would say play for sure. I have a hard time going to the movies because I have a hard time sitting still. I get bored at movies. Um, a lot of times I sneak in crocheting. I mean, sneak in, like they're patting me down at the <laughs> door, but I have crocheted at most movies we go to. So I do I have a hard time sitting down. How hard time being still like that. Where at a at a play, I don't, I don't feel that way. I think it's even though you're just watching it, I Keeps feel like it's more interactive. More. Maybe maybe it's the intermission that gives me a chance maybe. to stretch. I don't know, but I really enjoy going to the play. Especially, um, you don't know this, but maybe you don't know this about us. But Noah and I started dating after being in a play together, and we may already talk about that before. I don't remember. And um, now to see our kids really enjoy theater mm -hmm. and enjoy play, it's sort of like it's came full circle. Yeah. We're coming um, off a week. I, I think every week I say, oh, we're coming off a busy week. Well, wait a second. You oh, say that about us being in the play, but our first date was actually to a movie. movie. Shrek 2 at the Walnut Theater. If they came out with another, I mean, not another Shrek, because I think I didn't realize there were so many. And they just kept going, one. apparently. I, did, I lost track. Well, and then they, like, did spinoffs with the, the cat. Puss in Boots. Yeah, the cat. Boots. I can't remember the cat's name. Um, but I think every week I say, I work off a busy week. But for real, I don't think next week's going to be very busy. Um, but this week, the three older boys are in um, a local homeschool play production. And so this is... That sounds weird when you say that. What? I feel like that's like four kids in a garage. Oh, no. So this is the second year we've been part of this and done this. They have um, like a play production, but it's only open to homeschool yeah, the children. Cast is only the, homeschool yes. Children. So our, our play practices have been during the day, a couple of random night ones. Um, but no, there's like 35, 40 kids yeah. in it. And it has been such a 
really fun experience. Our kids really enjoy it. Um, the three older boys are in it, but the twins have been to <laughs> almost every every practice with us. And I joke that the twins could be the understudy for anybody on the stage because they know every song, they can sing all the songs every to me and, they say the lines, they yeah. know the dance moves. Um, so we've had rehearsals every day, like dress rehearsals and run-throughs. So tomorrow's a show, and then Saturday's going to be really... Tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. So. No show Sunday? No, just two shows. Oh, I thought news it was all you. three days. No. Wow. I know, right. just two, just two. That's good news. So I think a play also. And like I said a little bit ago, we've seen some really good ones over the years. And I feel like we're in a season of seeing a lot of plays. <laughs> like I, we've seen a lot. I've seen Let's a see lot. What can we name? Really, since like post COVID, we've seen a lot oh, of yeah. plays. What have you seen? Um, we have seen. And, and we've all, we, with the exception of getting sick, I didn't go. To, Ellie and I didn't go to Fiddler, but we all go to these plays. All, like everybody from the three-year-old to the how old are you? Thirty-six-year-old. Thirty-six. Um, we've been to Young Frankenstein. Is that what it was? Mm -hmm. And we've been to um, Frozen Junior and Lion King Junior and Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. We've been to our kids have all had productions where we've done Golly Gee Whiz. We did Dorothy in Wonderland and now Nance in the Northwoods. I'm missing one. Princess What's-Her-Name, Annie, Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a lot in the last year, essentially, or so, yeah. And then, um, yeah, a lot. What's, your, what's, the play, what's a play on your horizon that you want to see that you haven't seen yet? I'd love to see Hamilton, which I feel like is probably like a softball question, because I feel like everyone wants to see Hamilton. Um, I, we have worn out two Hamilton soundtracks in our house. Where I need to purchase our third one because we've just worn them out. And what are we going to do this time when oh we get the goodness. CD, Lizzie? So Noah bought the first one, and then it wore out. I was like, oh, I'll, pay, I'll buy one. And I bought it. I was like, I'll Amazon it. And I did, and I didn't pay attention because the first one that Noah bought was like, what they call that, like censored or whatever, to where like there might be some cuss words, but not like the big cuss words. And I didn't pay attention to that. And it was I like two or three f bombs. And the I just ordered it, and it has all of the cuss <laughs> words. And so I'm constantly going like ah, or turning the radio down, or fast forwarding. And the kids like, I think they figured out that's why I do it. But it's just I'm like this. My God, I need to because there's been times I have forgotten it, and it's just like oh, don't you don't say that word right? Like we all know yeah. that's a bad word. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think Hamilton. But there's also one, and I can't remember the name. Help me out. Do you remember? It's, it's in your far phone. Far away. Or, or, uh, are you talking about the plane? Like, yes. Um, a friend of ours told us about it and just like, you need to go see this one. And I can't remember what it's called. Come Away With Me or... Um, I, That's going to be a minute before I can find this out to you. It is... The premise of it, though, is uh, during 9-11... They grounded all the planes, right? Yes. And some of the planes were, you know, were far and away or... Come away. Oh, come from away. Come from away. And they were grounded in, like, Nova Scotia and yeah. Florida and other yeah. places. And it was the story of the communities taking those people in. Right. Because they couldn't go anywhere. Right. So that one's on my horizon, too. Um, I think that's... 
those are the two big ones, Hamilton and, yeah, what about you? Um, I would like to see, um, I thought what I, well, we might talk about reading here in a minute, but what I read of the book, uh, what's that one you like so well that I think was really dumb? Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird? Yes. I think I'd like to see oh, that. Yeah. I think that Take would be... Take me with you. Okay. Uh, sounds good. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd like to see that law... Oh, I'd like to see that law room, and I'd like to see a really good version of 12 Angry Men. Oh, that'd be a good one, too. Because I like that a lot. But I'd, I don't know if you can do better than Henry Fonda back, back in the day. Right. So there's a couple... Yeah. So, what's your would you rather? Would you rather see a movie of your choice or a play of your choice? And answer it. Answer it in our comment section on the website or in the comment section of our social media. Mm -hmm. Okay. So moving on. So tonight we wanted to first. Um, last week we had some people comment. It was really great to hear how you make your house. Um, home to mm -hmm. others but something that we want to kind of come back to and, and talk a bit more is last week we talked about how we make our house feel comfortable to um, people who come to our house but we want to t talk briefly about how we make our home be a place that our children feel that um, we really strive that our home is a place that they feel safe in that they feel they are at peace in um, and that is now at their current ages, but when they'll feel that way 20 years from now or 30 years from now that they want to come home to. And when they come home, even as adults, that they can just like take that deep breath of relief and feel, feel those same feelings of, of peace and comfort. While we can't control the future, I always try to begin with the end in mind. I, mm -hmm. I'm trying to plan out and people have poo-pooed me for this since I told him we were pregnant with Henry. Oh, good luck. You can't plan what your kids are going to do. Boo, boo, boo. Yeah, you think your kids are going to do this. We're going to do that. Like, yeah, I know, I, idiot. I can't control everything. <laughs> but I can set up my house and my environment and my attitude in a way that is uh, a, a fun and loving and safe and <coughs> warm mm -hmm. uh, environment um, so that they have good memories they don't have you know they won't necessarily have to go to therapy as adults and be like oh my dad used to and all this stuff uh, it's not a perfect place um, but it's it, it's uh, well hopefully when you when you think about when you think about a person when you think about an experience you kind of you associate emotions mm -hmm. with it. You kind of build this, you know, you associate a color with it. You associate a feeling with it. And I want it to be a warm and happy mm -hmm. feeling and uh, color that I want them to have. To know that they were, you know, know they were loved and know that we weren't uptight and that we made them a priority. I think that's, that last part's kind of a big deal is, yeah. and how do you do that? Um, so... You know how? No, I don't. <laughs> no. I was just going to share some things that we do in our house. No. Like, wow, we got, I got news here. Hold on. Breaking news. No. 
Sorry. Continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. Uh, no, go ahead. I was, we can just jump in with some ideas. So some of the things we do um, in our home is we have a, we have some space that's theirs. Um, as we've said before, the bedroom situation in our house is not lucrative. We do have three bedrooms in our house for seven people. So they do share bedrooms, but it's still their space to feel comfortable and um, and there's a difference between that and do what they want. Like, we've already predetermined that it's not going to be TVs in bedrooms. Right. So there's no television in the bedroom. Lots of books. Lots of books, lots of activities, lots um, of... We'll get into weird little things if you want to be into things. Right. It's one of the reasons we don't say no to animals that much. Or anything. Or, well, <laughs> we don't say no. I was thinking about how I was going to say this. Learn what to say no to. Right. You know, like... Uh, no, you can't have a phone or something that could be of, of danger. By the way, while, while I brought this up, um, I'm going to make a recommendation that people watch a documentary. It's found on Netflix, but you probably can get a pirated version on YouTube called The Social Dilemma. As a computer science professional, <laughs> it's cool to be an addictions counselor, but whatever. As a computer science professional, I would really recommend parents watch that more for themselves and for their children but like don't think it's just for those yo those kids those rascally kids because we're just as thinking guilty um how uh social media has created things like notifications Oof, to get yeah. our attention to pick up the phone why they want us to pick up the phone and service you know all the things in our timeline why do they service that is it just Newest things first? No. There's a whole algorithm, there's a whole re secret sauce recipe to try to get us to keep looking at the phones mm -hmm. so they can keep service ads. And uh, this is addiction stuff. It releases dopamine in our brains, and we like it. So we, we get a hit off of it. It's true. It is so dangerous for even the trained mind or the adult mind. And now we, we start to, you know, the kids start doing it earlier and earlier. And they'd start getting dopamine hits off of things like, you know, posting pictures of themselves or doing crazy dumb things. And it just escalates and escalates. And uh, it's a, I just would really recommend everybody watch it. It's a, The Social Dilemma. It's on Netflix. But the whole reason I said that is we kind of have decided, like, what we are, what we're not going to do with some of our bedroom stuff. But we don't say no to a lot of things. Um, that's a, that should be a shorter list than... Right. The things that we are involved in. The day. So there's this movie the kids have seen called Yes Day. And the, one day the kids were like, when can we have a yes day? And I was like, you mean what we do every day of our life? <laughs> our life? What, the, what is it, basically? They just, you know, like The parents say no. can't say no. So I think the kids get to pick. I don't know. I've not, I've actually not watched the full movie. I've seen the end of it, like five, not five times. But Everybody has their teeth rotten out and. I don't know. Sugar. I have no the idea. The house is destroyed. I money pit. Oh, money pit. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, so their bedrooms are a place um, for, for resetting. Um, it's a place that they can can go and they really, I think reset's the biggest thing mm -hmm. for their bedrooms and um, some semi-alone time because they do have roommates. Uh, we also, our basement is like fully theirs. That's where we have a lot of our school stuff area and school mm -hmm. stuff that's where we have toys and board games and crafts uh, so it really is their area um, to have all that stuff 
We used to have in our living room a lot of toys, but with the basement, a lot of that has transitioned to the base to the basement, and we try to keep the first floor mostly yeah. toy free. But we're not uptight about it. No, like they bring them upstairs, but it just easily becomes cluttered with toys. Right. Well, um, I was at a, there was a conversation at work today that I was oh. Oh, I was not really contributing to, but I was listening to because somebody said out loud, "God, can you imagine having four boys?" Ugh. Aww. And I was in the room, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. I just kind of sat there quietly and plotted their demise. Um, Give me a name later. Yeah. But they were talking like, like, yeah, I went in their house, and I got to step over the toys in the living room. Looked like there was food been on the floor for a couple of days. I'm like, come on over to my house. Let's, you know, <laughs> this isn't hoarders, you know, but well. you ever seen people who live in a super tidy environment and expect the kids to live up to that standard? I've not met kids that are like super well produced out of that. Right. Like, you, this, you got the string is too tight. Yeah. So, usually what's in our living room toy wise are like, Amelia has a dollhouse, and Arthur has some tractors, mm-hmm. um, and the it boys have good. Legos up yeah. in here. But since we've been showing their house, we have zero toys on the first floor. Um, mostly because as we're showing our house, we're trying to like keep in mind that people will be coming to our house who maybe don't have children, don't want children, and that's fine. We don't want them to be like, oh, kids live here. <laughs> so... Giving them their space. Listen, I think uh, it's not the toys in the front room that's going to get the way. It's the drawings on every wall. And it yeah. uh, looks like I there's know. been a massacre about four feet and under all over the place. I think that's probably the dead Maybe, away. maybe. And uh, we utilize our children's artwork on the walls. Like, yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. If they've drawn on the walls, I try my best to clean it off. Right. But, like, as they've, um, like, for example, some of our kids have done, we like to have, like, Fine Arts Friday a lot. It's not happened recently where they get in the afternoon, like, school's over, and they get to, like, paint or make crafts or whatever. And they've had some really just kind of almost abstracty paintings. So then I've taken and put words over it, like, um, like a Bible verse, and then it becomes really... Ooh. Ooh. But, so, just using that, for example. And, um, like, and letting them be part of everything we, we do, whether it's cooking or whether it's cleaning or mm-hmm. that. Working on the house, um, the animals. Making sure that they know that this is their home, this too. Is our home. This, this is us. isn't Noah's in my home and, oh, you get to live here with us. This is equally their home, so their contribution to it. Also. We're also protective about the language, not not like curse words, because that happens out of my mouth too much. But like, um, so hold on. Speaking of curse words, they probably come out of Noah's mouth a little more. The day I slipped and said a cuss word, and Henry's like, "That's three. and I was like, three what?" He's like, three cuss words," and I was like, "Today," and he's like, "No, since I've been born." <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, "I've been counting." <laughs> Okay. Wow. <laughs> I know. Wow. I was just going to say, stereotypically, kids of the 80s, we were raised with television shows and, uh, you know, rumblings and grumblings like, well, when, I, when you're 18, you're going out of the house. Like, there's a, like there's an end point to, you're going to get booted, move along with Ooh. your life. Um, we're already, like, 
we're just openly talking about their kids, what they want to do. For, I'm constantly talking to them about, hey, what do you think you want to do for mm-hmm. career? Do you think you would enjoy this? Benjamin was pretty like bent on doing the Coast Guard. And the other day he said to me, I don't know, I might actually be more interested in being a plumber. Um, <laughs> I think because he's really enjoyed crawling all over in every nook and cranny of our yeah. of the house, like under the raft, like under the yeah. um, floor joists and like in the walls. Yeah. He's had a lot of fun. That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, but like we we openly talk like yeah, and you know if if that was something, then we could we could look at Ivy Tech and send you to school for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know you don't have to you don't right. have to move out right, right away. But we would get you to a point where we got you on a career path and get you your job and transition you out. Like I'm already talking to my three year olds about like when it's time for you to either get married or to move out. Well. We'll have all sorts of cool right. ways of doing it. Well, I've even told the kids, I'm like, or I told I told Noah, because right now the farmhouse is planned to have five bedrooms, um, and I'm like, we need to get another bedroom in there. So that way when they all come home with their families, even if they only live a mile up the road, I want to have them like, have a place like, oh, this is where, this is where um, Arthur's family stays, like, and this is where Amelia's family stays in and Henry, their families. So yeah, right, right on that. Thanks. Yeah, that's your list. Listen, I know it sounds. I, I can hear some people right like, now, oh, brother. Pollyanna-ish, rolling their eyes like, "Oh, this could do no, nothing." Listen, it's called ideals for a reason. <laughs> All right, I get it. I get that reality happens. I get that family dynamics change. I come from a like multi generational family where like. The, the siblings don't seem to be, like, totally in sync with each other. And that's, like, the biggest fight in my life of, like... Uh, I, I had a I had a great-uncle John... Um, Chopping names. Calling him out. He, no, not calling him out. He, he kind of, like, challenged me. Like, the last time I actually talked to him, we were at a 4th of July um, party at his son's house. And he was kind of, like... He, he almost called it, like, the, the Coley curse. Like, don't let the kids, uh, like keep the family unit together don't let it don't let mm-hmm. it stray and you know he's, he was he had regret that you know one of his brothers had died another one he hadn't talked to in many years and so sad. couldn't bring himself to do it and um you know there's different different levels of generations and i can go back and see mm-hmm. like oh they didn't really care for each other or oh or oh they're on speaking terms but is that really much of a relationship and right then, uh so like my biggest my like internal goal as a father is listen i would like to have a close family Mm -hmm. okay it doesn't have to be proximity close i don't need everybody living on the compound oh they they will but i'll do whatever it takes (laughs) to make that i would much rather you know die and have a super close family uh, that are a little weird who grow their own food or whatever it takes than to have kids who won't talk to each other right. anymore. And that's like my biggest fear in life is yeah. is for that to happen. So anything I can find to do, whether it seems Pollyannish or different here at home, I'll do. And uh, learning how to learning when to say no or not to say no, encouraging them to get involved with different activities, whether it's a fly by night thing like uh, you know, a little hobbies. Henry's involved with uh, it's not crocheting, but it's the loom. Oh. You know, if he's really into the loom, okay, good. Let's go do like some the, loom the, stuff. The, the pot holders, yeah. Yeah, let's enjoy it. I know it's not going to last forever, but let's 
you know, encourage you about it. Right. Um, whether it's these animals for 4-H, which was kind of started to get him in 4-H, and we've kind of taken over and like, oh, we kind of actually like it. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah. Um, so that was just some ideas of how we've made. Can we talk about your favorite Adam Sandler movie? No, I, that was the next part of the conversation. This is called a transition. Yeah, this is a transition. I like Adam Sandler for the most part, but this one movie, I just can't stand it. Go ahead. I'm going to roll my eyes. This movie's called The Water Boy. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the movie that... <laughs> so we base, that's what we base we our, base our parenting decisions. <laughs> Mama said... Uh, that's uh, it. Crocodile's so mad because it got all them teeth. Right. Uh, but the movie Elizabeth doesn't like about Sandler um, is called Click. And ironically, that and every other Adam Sandler movie is the what is the movie my dad doesn't like about Adam Sandler. <laughs> so they're not Adam Sandler fans. Click. Uh, if you haven't watched it, uh, I, I recommend it. Elizabeth doesn't. But it's a story of a guy who finds a magic uh, TV remote. At, at Bed, Bed Bath and Beyond. Beyond. Is that even a store anymore? Uh, you know, I don't know something about it. They were closing this week, but... Um, it It fast-forwards and plays time. Like, you can... He can pick when press it... Press pause, yeah. or you can fast-forward, or... I don't know if you can go backwards, but you remember those two things, for, for example. Slow-mo. Slow-mo things. Um, and when there was parts of his life he had family he had wife and kids and then there was things that he was boring uh you know like or he didn't have time for or didn't have time for you know um going to kids soccer games and uh you know all the mundane things of being a parent he would fast forward and it would it would get him through there and then he would kind of keep going and kind of keep going well he didn't he didn't know that once you fast-forwarded through something, every time it came up in the future, it would go faster. And so he like lost all this time. He kind of wakes up quickly, and he's an old man. Da 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 da. Spoiler alert! Listen, it's been twenty years. If you haven't seen it, that's on you. We were talking this week about uh, one of the things I really like about Facebook is memories. I love how they pop up, and they kind of if you've done a good job of documenting your life or sharing what you feel is appropriate uh we happen like every day to have memories because elizabeth takes a picture of the kids and posts it on our with our family um it's nice to see what was going on that long ago and in the midst of it it, it i mean it feels like it was just yesterday but i can remember like this moment right now that we're in the only way i can equate it is that I feel like I'm a drum set being thrown down a flight of stairs. That's how hectic life feels right this very minute. Okay? Okay? All right? Like, that's how in control I feel of things. Right? With the, the Getting the farm built, getting this house sold. We got two weeks of school left. We got plays. And then we got dogs. And somebody brought home chickens. And all sorts of stuff. I Like, right now in my life, I'm about as out of control as I feel like. Uh, and I'm just trying to, I, I had this thought, of, oh, can't we just fast forward and get this house done? And I, I get so like frustrated about it. You get grumpy it. sometimes. I get grumpy. Like, can't it all just be done and the trend be done and we get in this stupid house and da, 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 da. But then like, we have moments in the last week where with each of my kids individually, I've been up at the farmhouse and 
whether Henry and I are carrying drywall or Arthur and Amelia and I are up there just walking around the property and with the with the corgi and taking the tractor ride or you know Benny and Hoon is exploring as a plumber. Elliot doing whatever Elliot does uh, up he's there. He's more electrical, hasn't he? He's done a lot of good stuff. I just can't pinpoint yeah. what he's done. Like, I enjoy, I try to remember every day to slow down, enjoy each of those moments. Even as we're cleaning the house to get it sold, like, um, I've told them the day that we close on the house, we're going to go out for like a steak dinner. Like, have a big, we're making a celebration. <laughs> Nothing makes you sound more Midwest American. <laughs> Middle class. <laughs> Corn fed. Meat and potatoes. We're going to the sizzler. <laughs> but, like, that's been incentive for us to keep things more picked up. And, you know, when it comes time, like tomorrow, we've got a show. We'll have a crunch in the morning. Like, instead of just getting through it, it's a little reminder not to rush through the good parts. And, you know, with school being at the end, and you're, you're almost done with homeschooling. And we are. I'm in the last two weeks of public institutional uh, teaching. Like, everybody's at each other's throats, ready to get over with. But if we could pause and look back at the good year that we've had, mm -hmm. and, you know, some of these kids, the last time I'll see these kids, it will really help put things in perspective. And this is the part where you jump in and say, I know, right? Because I have struggled recently if I'm just being transparent I've really been struggling with having the patience to have to, have, to get to the end and it's hard mm -hmm. it's, it's hard it does feel chaotic I've never heard that phrase before what a drum set being thrown listen that the is the, the sound think of the sound of that and oh, the vision of that loud. that's how I feel yeah it has it's um I keep reminding myself though like how things will be different in six months or how things will be different. But it, then I'm like, you're right. I missed that six months. So I'm just waiting till the end. Um, tonight at dinner, especially like I was, I had early dinner ready cause we had to get out the door for a dress rehearsal and you know, I've made dinner. Half the kids eat it. Half the kids are standing up, walking around. There's a spill. There's, you know, it just was not, it had been a long work day. And I was like, and I thought about this friend who also has five kids and has a set of twins in there. And I was like, you know, I bet her meals are so calm now. You know, they everyone sits down, but there's no fussing, but there's no, like, whatever. And I saw her tonight, and I said, hey, I sent you a dinner because of this reason. And she was like, well, that's funny, because I was thinking about you and how I wish I could go back for one day, or go back to that time, because in the time it was so hard. But now my kids are, you know, teenagers and, and older, and I miss that littleness. I miss mm. those those hard days. And I was like, oh, I needed to hear that. I needed to hear like it's okay. it's okay for the days to be hard, but mm -hmm. you're gonna you are like you need to enjoy the, the that stage you're at, but then also enjoy when they are big. I too. think a good therapeutic tool would be to get a sheet of paper out or a Google Doc, whatever it takes, and put two columns, a column on the left of things that are really stressful for you right now, mm -hmm. and then the other side of the column say, yeah, but in a year from now, I'll be glad I've done this because of right. this over here. What, where, where will my life be in a year from now that yeah. will have benefited so much from yeah. this? 
or you'll be thankful that you did this. I, I've done that a couple times since I became a teacher. Like, mm-hmm. you get to this point of the year, and, like, you just, oh, the moods are just really bad. <laughs> and sometimes I, I'm a... I'm an, I need a piece of paper and a pencil or a Google Doc and just throw my ideas out there. And uh, I always feel better afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I can usually, through the clutter that comes out of my mind, hold on to some good, like, two or three good nuggets of, right. you know, pearls of wisdom or um, reasons, to, <laughs> reasons to go on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. why? Uh, shout out Lisa Hutchinson for that recipe you gave Elizabeth, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what we're calling it. I thought it was a uh, curry, but it's not. It's a paprika. A, it's a, a really it's a good chicken, chicken rice, and dish. rice dish that we'll put sometime on the, uh, the old. It'll be called Lisa's Chicken. It will be. Award winning Lisa's Chicken. But uh, it, it's a big hit in the Coley house. There's never any chicken left over. No. Things are really good, Elizabeth. I'm it really, is. I'm Things really are really good. I'm really glad to have you as a partner on this oh, ride. Yes. And uh, I, I enjoy, I get really proud when people say things to, uh, to you or about you, about uh, how much you've helped them or um, little tips or advice or recipes or you got it together or it, you just do such a good job with encouraging other people and being hospital to other people and makes me uh, really proud of you. I'm like a duck. Getting thrown downstairs or what? (laughs) You tell me all quack. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) You're like a duck. Yes, because I can appear very calm and I, I... I am a calm person. Like, I, I really try to be a calm person. But, like, when you see a duck on the water, like, they are. They're very calm. Mm-hmm. They're just, like, breaking through the water like it's no big deal. But underneath the water, their legs are just, like, mm-hmm. flailing. So I feel like that's sort of mm-hmm. who I am. <laughs> I, that makes I am a lot of sense. I'm very calm. But you all constantly have a churning of anxiety about you. <laughs> and a and somewhat productive A little manner. nervous energy, yeah. You have nervous energy, that's for sure. Um, but that's why I'm fun. How we get crapped out around here? <laughs> Nervous energy. <laughs> okay. Anything else? You ready to wrap this up? I don't know. That was something I don't talk about. Nothing else. But thank you for all the encouragement. You yes. have that some really great encouragement. So thank you. We do appreciate it. We hope you're enjoying these little podcasts. If anything, maybe you feel like you're getting to know us a little more, a little, a little better, um, and. So, the Hoosier uh, Heritage Homestead.com. They'll get more active once we get over the summer and moved. Uh, we appreciate everybody who's hanging in there and listening to the podcast and talking to us on Facebook. It's a nice little community that we've got mm-hmm. going here. And, and you know, we are almost to 500 likes on our Facebook page. Whoa. 499. Whoa. We need a giveaway. We have some giveaway swag. Uh, we got some Fells Naps are coming on. We have some Hoosier Heritage Homestead swag, too. Swag. Stuff we all get. Okay. Maybe next week. Okay. Put a little little package together. Yeah. Stay tuned. Okay. Have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you later.